right, let's get this thing rolling. Dude, I'm making a podcast right now. What do you want to make? It's Camp Citrus, the podcast. Let's make something. We can do this every Wednesday. It's like an audio art show. Let's get creative. I think it's starting. All right, we made it to episode six, Camp Citrus the podcast. We're back at it again. It's another week's gone by. It's a Wednesday, and we're dropping like hotcakes. That's some old people stuff. Dropping like hotcakes. What's another thing you could drop like raindrops? Candy coated raindrops. Dropping like candy coated raindrops. That's what we say, man. You understand? It's Wednesday. I'm about to give you your fix. <laughs> yeah, I've been busy. Super busy. Busy, busy, busy. Um, let's see. Man, I went to Asheville. That was crazy. Um, God, it's such a long drive, man. You know, like I feel like four hours is like the max I would ever want to drive. I mean... I feel like if it's past four hours, you should just fly. And speaking of that, man, they're like opening everything back up, which is awesome. I saw the comedy clubs are back. Uh, they're doing open mics. Um, there's just a lot going on, man. The bars are starting to open back up. Uh, restaurants are opening back up. I'm not quite ready to get back out there yet, but it's exciting to see it all um, start to open up, I guess, man. You know, I am definitely tired of wearing masks. I'm not a, I'm not an anti-vaxxer or an anti-masker, <laughs> but man, uh, I just, oh my God, man. Uh, like, going back to my car every time I get out to go get my mask is, is just... It's not fun. So yeah, I did go to Asheville, man. It was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Asheville is a lot cooler than than uh, I portrayed it to be in the last episode. I think I was just dreading going. But uh, let's see, man. What do we do out there? Uh, a lot of my son. I went for a soccer tournament. A lot of soccer. It's always fun, though. So I mean, I, I will say too. A pandemic, no pandemic. Watching my uh, oldest son play soccer is probably like my favorite thing to do right now. I don't know why, but I love it. I mean, I do know why, but it's exciting. It's like a high level of soccer. He's really good. Team is really good. Coach is amazing. Um, so, yeah, watching them play soccer is probably like definitely like my favorite thing to do right now though i think the pandemic kind of shut all other sports down for me i don't know why i don't have cable so i can't watch a lot of stuff especially not the local stuff that i want to watch it's always blacked out but um yeah i listen to a lot of stuff on the radio which is like so much better anyways because you can get so much more stuff done but yeah uh the hurricanes made it into the playoffs Hopefully we'll go to the Stanley Cup. Go Canes. 
Oh, man. But anyways, yeah, I was in Asheville. And man, I ate so many tacos in Asheville. I, I got to like hit the gym now. I don't know what's going on with me, but I, I mean, I must have, uh, I was crushing food in Asheville. And I'm not going to like promote any of those places because there's so much good food in Asheville. There's no need, there's no need for me to. If you're in Asheville, go to your maps on your phone, put in food, and it, you're pretty much guaranteed to find something good. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, and uh, it was like, there were places everywhere. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was all super good, too. I just can't stress that enough. Super good. Um, man, so I did not go to the Orange Peel. I did not go to young blood bicycles all the way. in Asheville it's like such a laid back town that i think like if you work in a shop and it's a nice day you just flip the sign from open to close lock the door and you're out man like those i i a lot of places were just closed that were supposed to be open not because of the pandemic just because i think those people were like it's a nice day. Let's get outside, which is cool, but not for uh, not if you're trying to make money. Uh, whatever, man. I'm not gonna, you know, whatever, man. You run your business the way you want to run it. Oh man, I also so I did. I was so I wanted to go to the bike shop, but they were all closed, and. Because I want to get a t-shirt. Because I'm like, you know, went all the way out here. I just want to get a t-shirt. Couldn't get a t-shirt. But I did. I was driving out um, from this bike shop. And there was like this bar. It was like a soccer bar. It's called Old London Road. And I guess it's like a place where Ashevillians go and watch soccer games. Which... I mean, that's what I was in Asheville to watch soccer games. So I was like, hey, man. And somebody in, 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 in the van with me was like, you should just go in there and see if they have T-shirts. And I was like, all right, I'll go check it out. I turned around, pulled into the parking lot, ran inside. Dude, this place had soccer jerseys. Yeah, old London Road. They had soccer jerseys and like these super dope hoodies man and uh so i ended up trying to buy this stuff and uh start talking to the the bartender and he he's talking to me like he knows me and uh you know super comfortable so i throw him some stickers he gives me a pint glass and some of his stickers and then um he ends up telling me he's you know, we're talking about artwork and all this stuff. And he ends up telling me about this place online called The Clink Room. I'd never heard of it. It's called The Clink Room. C-L-I-N-K-R-O-O-M. I guess dot com. The Clink Room. And it's like, I guess all these artists who um, design logos for like college teams, minor league teams, major league teams... They started this company where basically if you design a logo, they'll put it on a hat and um, 
but it has to go through like all these tr- it basically has to like win enough votes to get made into a hat and then they make like a limited number so i was looking into that that seems really cool that might be something i pursue i'm not really sure but if you're an artist and you're interested in um contest or you know you are a logo designer or whatever you you definitely should check this place out um the clink room man and big shout out to old london road that guy hooked me up and uh Man, they had some some awesome stuff. It was a great place. If I ever go back, I'm definitely going to go see them again. That place was super awesome. And it was um, really close to the River Arts District in Asheville, which is just like, it's just an amazing little spot. Um, it's like, Griff- Asheville is covered in, in murals. Like, the whole town is just murals, which is, and they, they don't slack on it either, man. It's like, top-notch murals and so i went to the river arts district check out some of the art and uh ended up at this place called the foundation spot i don't know if that's really the name of it but it's called the foundation spot and it's just like this warehouse district where there's just graffiti everywhere i mean it's got to be like yeah it's it i would i'm i'm guessing like six to ten city blocks covered in graffiti and none of it is like amateur it is it is like top notch like i said man and uh man it, it it blew me away i've been there before but some of that stuff, man, is just amazing. And so we went there, hung out for a little bit. There's like coffee shops and restaurants and all kinds of stuff in there. Uh, there's this guy, I think his name is Spagnola. I'm pretty sure his name is Dustin Spagnola. But he lives in Asheville and he does a lot of mural work. A lot of, oh my God, man. He had tags everywhere and it was so awesome. I took a bunch of pictures. I'll put all that up on Instagram. But, dude, super shout out to Dustin Spagnola. I hope I'm saying his name right. But, man, yo, his artwork was just amazing. I mean, and there was some other stuff. Uh, I don't know who did this one. Like It's like a Christopher Walken Bugs Bunny mashup. But that's got to be like one of my favorite pieces I've ever seen. I loved it. I, I saw it last time, and um, I took a picture on my phone last time, and I was just like, this picture's not even good enough to post. Like, So I got a couple pictures this time. I'll definitely throw that up on Instagram. I mean, man, these people are killing it, killing the game. And uh, in the like back right corner of the little uh, foundation spot, there's a... Um, skate park i want to say it's called rad skate park <laughs> i don't know i could be wrong i call it foundation skate park that's kind of how you can find it on the map but it is is it is like it is awesome man they got some killer ramps man with like you can grind on these pipes and stuff some inverts man a little pool it is dope oh man dude i mean i'm I 
I used to skate. I definitely used to BMX. And uh, all those guys were out there. Uh, my son took his scooter. And, uh, but man, I mean, just, I, I don't know why I feel so like at home in those type of locations, even though I can't do any of that stuff. But man, I wish I had had my BMX bike. But man, I mean, you know, it's just cool to sit out there and watch, man. Grab yourself like a little sparkling soda, sit down and uh, check them out, man. Those guys were killing it. Oh, I, I don't know any of who those people were, but yeah, I was slamming stickers everywhere all over that place. Place was really dope. I got some pictures of that. I also put that on Instagram. Um, so yeah, man, Asheville was pretty cool. If you do get up to Asheville and you want any recommendations, feel free to hit me up. Uh, like I said, man, it was a great weekend. I didn't get a lot done for the podcast, but that's okay. Um, uh, I did work on my Fonzie the Bear. I put some bricks behind him. Pretty awesome. It's looking good. I'm probably about to go in and finish it right after I record this podcast. But I can't guarantee that. So I hopefully I'll go. i tell you what. As soon as I finish this podcast, I'll go inside, edit the podcast, publish the podcast, set it up to come out tomorrow or whenever, Wednesday. And then... Um, yeah, man, I'm going to finish that Fonzie the Bear so that you can see it and be like, oh, wow, that's really good. Why did it take him so long? It just takes me forever, man, because I'm so busy. I mean, I went to the beach, you know, I went to the mountains. Uh, you know, I got all these events for my children, practices, and I don't know. But I am super excited to finish it because then we can, I can start something else. And I, I can't wait to start something else. I mean, I love doing this Fonzie the Bear. It definitely... I worked on it for a while last night um, while I was watching this Russell Crowe movie. And uh, it really... I really enjoyed that, man. It, like, put me at peace. I don't know why, but, man, I should have been doing this the whole time. I should do something every night. I don't know what I'm... Why I'm relentlessly trying to put things off and procrastinate, but... It felt really good to get something done on that piece, especially since I've been talking your ear off about it for like the last three episodes. And uh, it's soon to be done. I'll put the pictures up as as soon as it is. Um, it looks pretty good, I, I think. If you don't think so, let me know. If you think it is, like it, whatever. I don't care. It just feels good to, to be moving forward. Um... I was looking at NFTs because I want to do an NFT, and I don't really—I still don't understand that. Like, I just have so many questions. Like, is an NF what's up with the NFT stuff where it's like collectibles? Like, an NFT can also be like a Michael Jordan rookie card. Like, I don't understand what that means. That means a whole bunch of people throw in and buy a Michael Jordan rookie card, and then if it goes up in value, you as a part owner get some of that money like is that right and then also there's like artwork that's that people own that's like in a blockchain like you know i'm i have to do a lot of research on that or if you can sum it up in like 160 characters man <laughs> or even not just dm me man or um email me because like i do not understand an nft and i really want to do one 
specifically for the Camp Citrus podcast. But I just yet to know what... I, I don't know, man. Maybe I should research that a little more. I mean, I, I briefly read some stuff about it. And then I saw the little uh, Kid Cudi, like Pete Davidson, Saturday Night Live skit about it where they break it down. But still doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a slow kid, but I just could not figure that out. Um, still haven't heard any response from any sponsors, but that's better than hearing no. So I'm pretty... Uh, checking my email every day just like waiting on this one in particular but i don't i don't think i don't know we'll have to see maybe i'll write three more but tell you what man uh keep doing all this stuff for this podcast and man it it turns into a job i I love it but man like i gotta write three more sponsors like just to get a response come on guys like uh this company's got to get there get it together man just say no or yes I, mean, I don't even have requests. All you know, like, I, don't, I just say, yeah, mention us on the podcast, and I'll do it. And then you don't even have to do anything. It's not like I'm asking for a million dollars. I don't need anything. I just want to see if you'll sponsor me, so that I can say you'll sponsor me. I mean, I'm just doing it for the credit and the fun of doing it. I just want to be able to, like, yeah, I got a podcast. We're sponsored. So. I should probably look into that too. Like, what is a sponsor? Um, yeah, on the last podcast, I interviewed my daughter. That went really well. I, I was like shocked at how well she did. And like, she didn't stumble. She didn't, nothing. Flawless, man. Just stepped up with courage, man. Super proud of her. It's so brave of her to do it. Um, I felt really good that she said I was a role model I was kind of um, blown away by that I don't really feel like a role model type of person but um, you know it's good to know that you are looked up to by your own children and uh, yeah man I definitely love that girl to death and her artwork is just amazing I would have put I would put more of her artwork up but we both kind of talked about it and we don't want people people to steal it and uh we definitely don't want that artwork to end up on like a t-shirt you know overseas so we we put up what we put up because we uh felt like that was enough pieces to kind of show a wide variety of what she does and um you know if you want more maybe i can get her to send me some more that we she's like feels like it's kind of disposable or whatever but you know overall we just felt like it was to play it safe we'll just use the ones she made uh said she we picked those out for uh the purpose of sharing and um with the concept that they could be stolen i mean uh i tried to make it you know i tried to like reduce the size and everything so that it's not the entire picture but It was enough to where uh, you guys could see it when you went to Instagram, what it was. And uh, it was, man, you know, she's got, she's super talented. You know, she just turned 14. I mean, to be able to do that kind of art at 14, you know, I would say that, yeah, this is, there's definitely uh, no ceiling to this talent that she's holding on to. And, you know, she does all digital art, or that was all digital art. She does a lot of 
she can do anything, but I think digital art is definitely in her comfort zone. So she she mainly does that. And uh, we didn't really get into it on that episode, but she uses um, Procreate, which I believe is an Apple program. So if you have like an iPad or I think you can even get it on your phone if you want, but it's I would say preferably use your iPad because of the bigger screen. But it's uh, I think it's like I think it's like ten ninety nine, and uh, you know once you buy it once you can put it on any device that's under your family sharing plan or or if you you know you know how apps work I'm sure, but you know it also goes on sale a lot I have noticed that that like sometimes I go to the app shop and uh, it'll be on sale, so if you're interested in Procreate or doing digital art. If you're interested in digital art, I highly recommend Procreate. If you, especially if you have Apple, but um, you know there are other things like Photo, what is it? Photoshop and Adobe. Adobe. I don't know. I use we use Procreate, and uh, we're extremely happy with that. And to break it down, it's basically like it's like old school paintbrush computer program, but you can do anything like. You know, you can use spray paint, you can use paintbrush, you can use, you can make things transparent, you can layer things, um, you can do anything, man, it's really cool. Uh, I, I love that program, it definitely helps me um, send my artwork, even if I do a watercolor or um, just like a pencil sketch, it's super easy for me to um, break it down in that program uh, to do anything you want. And, uh, you know, even if you, you can like load photos into it and then draw on top of the photos or whatever you want to do, you know, because you can layer up and make it transparent and all that stuff. So one thing that I would, how I do it basically, man, is like if you draw a sketch and you want to make it, you know, a digital art piece, you can like, take a picture of it, upload it onto Procreate, then switch to a next layer, make the first, the actual photo a little transparent, and, um, you know, just basically trace right over the lines that you want. I mean, that's how I do a lot of my stickers. Um, I basically sketch it on a piece of paper, take a photo, add some layers, and then, you know, if you have a circle or... A square it it can automate that program will automatically make it even and you know perfectly round or whatever you want so that it, I mean I do recommend for 1099 man it's a really good program it's a lot of fun I mean even for children like young young children it's a great way to learn how to do anything because it's there's endless things you can do um, I would say for sure if you're heavy into art to um continue to work with like hands-on pencil and paper and all that stuff too because i feel like procreate could get you in a lot of trouble as far as like you know you might be able to create something on procreate and then somebody wants a mural of it or somebody wants it on canvas and you might not be able to replicate it if you're way out of tune with um working that way so I highly recommend Procreate, but I recommend you continue to do all types of art. 
Uh, you know, like I said, I use Procreate to do my stickers. It's super awesome way to finalize a product. Um, you know, I love making those stickers, man. Uh, if you haven't seen those, I will put those up. I've been thinking about it. I'll put those up on Instagram like sporadically, maybe once a week. I'll just put, throw one up there. But if you want to see like a collection, I have some on the website, campcitrus.com. Uh, go to the sticker page and uh, those also I was a little concerned about people stealing the concept I mean I have so many friends doing artwork and you know I've seen people like I've literally seen knew a guy who did an awesome logo and then he saw it on a t-shirt f- by an artist on stage in another country which is like I guess super uh, gratifying and also like very uh, just like gotta be like just defeat mode. I don't know. I mean, because it's like, you know, you want people to see it and you want it out there. But man, you also want to get a little bit of uh, credibility and uh, certainly want some money, man. I mean, come on. You know, somebody's just going on Instagram or your website, taking your design and throwing it on a T-shirt. Ah, that's a, that's a rough one to take. But you can check out all my stickers. I did write sample on top of them. I'm still working on the website. I did get to it a little bit. I threw the podcast up there. Now there's a page on there where you can listen to the podcast. Um, still a couple things I want to do to it. it. It looks all right. It looks great. I just need to, like, really finalize that so that I can stop talking about that as well. Um, So, yeah, I love doing those stickers, though. And I think I'm going to switch that up, too, where you can buy the stickers individually and as packs. But I just want that all to be under one page. Um, That's like when I'm... So, I used to work in a kitchen. I've done every job under the sun. Uh especially like service industry and um when one of the last jobs i had was i worked in the kitchen at the museum of art and uh so was like a lot of artsy people there and uh you know it'd be like photographers sculptors painters me a lot of just clowns a lot of everybody like at least three or four of us that would do comedy I mean, we were just, like, pushing each other to do whatever, you know, we could. And um, so when I was working in this kitchen in particular, we would, we found this website. It's um, stickermule.com. And uh, I know I've mentioned that before, but stickermule.com is, like, one of those um, websites that make stickers and keychains and other things. I'll put a link in the... Um, description of this podcast but it's um where we i we get our i get my stickers made for certain and uh some of the guys we started getting stickers made and then we would trade them and we'd slap them everywhere and uh it just man it kind of became like addictive like there's one point man where i would get a new little package in the mail almost every week and it would just be like new stickers and uh oh man dude it's awesome. You can get like hologram, holographic ones. Um, I mean, 
on top of the fact that like you just fit in your pocket and um like you know you just have them everywhere so you walk past the stop sign bam you put a sticker on the stop sign you um the you know trading them is awesome especially i told you a story last time about how i met the guy uh in myrtle beach and uh, gave him some stickers it's just like a great way to show off your artwork real quick especially if you just have them on you um you know people people are definitely impressed with them uh, like I said, Sticker Mule makes a great sticker. I throw them on stop signs all the time when I ride my bike. And, uh, you know, some of those have been up well over a year and still look brand new. Um, they just do a great job over there. And I will say, too, if you wait, you know, they do a different deal every week. So if there's like a specific product you want, just wait a couple weeks and it'll it'll be on sale. And, um, I mean, stickers are so much fun. If you have like an idea or, I mean, you could even take a picture of yourself and they'll make a sticker of it. Like, you know, they'll do anything. It's like pretty awesome. <laughs> they, uh, I mean, this is great for exposure, great for trading, great for, they're cheap. It's, it's, it's awesome man and then you could stow it on the back of your phone case um notebooks laptops i mean you know what a sticker is they go everywhere they're awesome they have magnets magnets are another one i love uh pens like uh little buttons you put on your backpack or whatever jean jacket they have those those things are awesome um i just really i'm telling you like the last like three times that i've run run across like another artist that I've never met and I had those stickers on me it got me a lot further with that person because it's just they can art they can see your work they can size you up right there and then next thing you know like they're telling you what they're I'm telling them oh I get these made here and they're telling me oh you should check clink room out or whatever you know and um, that really I'm telling you if you, don't make, if you don't have stickers, man, I, I recommend that if you're an artist. If you're not an artist, get some stickers made. They're, it's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I'll leave a code in the description. And uh, I think if you use the code I leave, you'll get $10 off. I'm pretty sure. We'll see. Uh, I, I know there'll be a discount code in the description that I leave. Um, I don't know what my next project is going to be for Camp Citrus, but I'm... I'm super leaning towards t-shirts. I want to make some t-shirts, put those up on um, the website. I know I have a couple screens under my house. If you don't know what screens are, I do silk screens, uh, silk screen t-shirts. If you are wearing a t-shirt right now, there's probably a super large chance it's a silk screen t-shirt. It's basically like you make a giant stencil and um, you just rub a bunch of ink on a t-shirt. Uh, I love it. it. That I mean, silk screening is so much fun, super frustrating, but also so gratifying. Uh, I've made a bunch of t-shirts, and I love them. And when I wear them out, people comment on them, and then I can say, yo, I made that. And uh, people are like, what? And I'm just like, yeah, man. And then they're like, dang. And I'm like, yeah, for real, you know. But 
I can't keep it up with it because, for one, I don't have all that equipment at my house. So, I could do a whole podcast about just screen printing t-shirts or screen printing in general because you can also do prints and that's a lot of fun too but I have decided I'm not deciding right now but I think I'm definitely going to do t-shirts I just don't know if that's going to be the next project it probably will be but I've already I've already got two designs I'm going to tell you what they are Uh, I want to do the skull the double skull for sure and I want to do um, like a boom box I really want to do a boombox t-shirt with Camp Citrus. And um, I've got the designs pretty much ready to go. And I have... I bought a 500-watt light. I have the emulsion. I think I have everything I need to do it here at my house. But I just need to, like, do it. And uh, before I do it, I'm going to have to go onto the internet and really study up how to do it. Like the timing that you need for the emotion to be exposed to light. Um, Other than that, I think that's all I need is I just need to know how long to expose the screen to light. And if I can get that down, I will be on a rampage with t-shirt making. I have so many ideas that I want to put on t-shirts and it's not, dude, people tell me to make the dumbest stuff in the, listen, if you're listening to this right now and you know an artist or you know me or you know someone that's really creative, don't tell them what to do. I mean, you can give them ideas or whatever, but you shouldn't go up to a person that's making something super original super dope and be like do you make shirts that say i'm with him i mean come on like no 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 we don't make those i do not make t-shirts that say got milk i mean i'm sorry i'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings but you know someone who's creative enough to like come up with a screen printing design put it onto a screen and make t-shirts isn't trying to make i'm with stupid t-shirts like these people of they're they're seven steps ahead of you man i mean that's definitely everybody wants criticism and everybody wants like you know opinions but like you know you gotta you gotta brace yourself with and come with something you know I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm not making, I don't know, man. It seems like people want specific, like, can you put my name on a t-shirt? Yeah, I'm not spending two days trying to, like, silkscreen emulsify your name into this screen for one t-shirt. Like, I got giraffes doing kickflips over here. I got double skulls for the City of Oaks. Like, I've got... um all these worms that spell out Raleigh. Like, I, yeah, I'm not doing a t-shirt that says, like, vote for Pedro. I mean, if you want that, go to Hot Topic. No offense to anyone. I'm just kind of ranting. Um, so I've decided, yeah, if I can't 
figured out how to use this 500 watt light that I bought. Uh, now, this I'm just doing my crawl space. But if I cannot get that to work in the next week, I'm going to um, take classes at uh, I'm going to take classes at NC State, and uh, that starts May 26. It's like a six week course. I've taken it three times, <laughs> so this I think this will be my fourth time taking it. But it's like they have all of the equipment, and uh, it's just so much easier for me to do it there. I mean, it's I mean it makes a huge difference. I don't know if I'm, I don't know. I just I, on top of the fact that there's an instructor who's been doing it for God knows how long, and uh, you know. It's, or I could just spend the money and buy all of the equipment that I need. Like, really, all I need is an exposure unit, and I think it's like five hundred dollars. But every time I, I'm about to buy it, I like kind of back out and spend that money on something else. So I just need to commit to like, am I going to make T-shirts? But I think because this podcast is going so well. I'm committed. Uh, so, yeah, man. I'm definitely going to finish this up, go inside, finish Fonzie the Bear, edit, get the podcast ready, and start researching exposure time for 500-watt l- lights on silkscreen emulsions. And then... Uh, See if I can get it to work. Uh, I know I've tried a couple times with different size lights, but this light is bright. And I went specifically went out and bought this light for this. Uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm so sorry. Um, you can always YouTube. Um, I've, the best thing to YouTube, if you want to learn anything about what I'm talking about, making t-shirts through the screen printing process, is YouTube Speedball screen printing and it will i think it's like a six part series on how you do it and uh if you want to take that class at uh nc state reach out to me man because i think i'm gonna take it i don't i don't know but i'm pretty sure oh you know what if they might be advanced i don't know it might be a part one i'm not sure but i'm definitely about to take it because I can get a lot done in there. And uh, it's taught by a guy I really like. So, I don't know. It's just really helpful when you have a guy, you know, someone that's... I've already talked about this, but once you have someone that's really experienced, and that's what I need, is almost like a mentor in screen printing. But, I mean, you could just use the sun. I just don't know how to do that. I need to, like, learn this process. So... That's what this whole podcast is about. It's about doing art, learning new things, trying to get it done. Uh, it's really about me doing projects and uh, being held accountable for saying it on a public radio show or podcast or internet thing, whatever, you know. But uh, that's something I definitely need to do. And I think that's going to wrap it up pretty close to everything I want to talk about just kind of rambling i don't i don't know um so yeah Asheville was fun still questionable about nfts 
Check out Clink Room. I'm going to leave a code for Sticker Mule in the uh, description of the podcast. I'm going to finish the Fonzie the Bear. Uh, my next project is probably going to be t-shirts. And if you're interested in doing digital art, I highly recommend Procreate. Get yourself a stylus. It's going to help a lot. And uh, just kind of watch some videos or YouTube, some blogs about somebody who does it. to help out a whole lot. I mean, it's really simple. It's just kind of like, you know, if you can figure out Photoshop or not... Yeah, Photoshop or uh, Paintbrush or whatever, you'll be able to get it, catch on real quick. Um, it's definitely perfect for making like flyers or Christmas cards or anything like that. I'm sure it's like, that's, that's definitely a good way to do it. Um, oh, snap, forgot to mention, Mother's Day is coming up. It's going to be in, on Sunday. If you listen to this after Sunday, then it already happened. But uh, Mother's Day is coming up. Look, man, make your mom a card from scratch. Break out your old plastic scissors, some construction paper, some glue stick, and make your mom a card, man. Don't go buy a card. Come on. I mean, first of all, she's not going to keep that card you bought from Hallmark for $6. It's just going to go into the earth. Like, man, make something. I mean, and if you don't, if you have kids, make them make something. I mean, come on, man. This, What are we doing here? I don't even know how Hallmark is in existence. Like, make a Mother's Day card, for God's sakes. Super easy. That's another thing I'll post on Instagram. I'll show you the past, like, four years at least on Instagram, um, dude, make a Mother's Day card, make two of them, good gracious, man, it's super easy, um, never buy another card again, like, so Mother's Day is Sunday, you got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you got four days to do it, man, that's, that's not that hard, man, just write Happy Mother's Day one day, draw a picture the next, Cut out some paper, whatever you got to do, then write on the card 30 minutes before you give it to her. Super easy. Um, I know what I'm going to make, but I can't tell you because my wife might listen to this. And uh, I don't want to, you know, spoil it. But uh, I'll put that on Instagram probably next week after I give it to her. But man, make your mom a card or your wife. Or your sister who's a mom. Or your ex-wife who would now be your baby's mama. Make them a card. Come on, man. Ain't that hard? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then, also, before I end this podcast, you know I do recommendations. This week, my recommendation is a book. Um, I know you're all like, dude, you are so busy. How do you have time to read? I don't. I listen to audiobooks, and you can do that for free through your public library. So if you didn't know that, it's another that's a recommendation in itself. Put your library card into the internet and start getting audiobooks. I mean, 
It's the bomb, man. Listen to something on meditation or, uh, oh man, I listen to so many books. Oh man, you know what? I don't even want to start telling you about what I listen to because I got one book in particular that I really liked. Um, this book is called it's called Devolution, like evolution with a D in front. Devolution, maybe it's D. Yeah, it's devolution. And uh, is it devolution? Maybe it's de-evolution. Well, anyhow, this book, Devolution or De-Evolution, is by Max Brooks. And uh, Max Brooks is the guy who did How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse. Wait. He did... I know he did World War Z. And that book is awesome. Oh, you probably saw the movie with Brad Pitt. It's pretty good. But uh, he did the zombie survival guide. But this one is called Devolution or De-Evolution. And it's about um, these people who go up to Mount Rainer. I think that's in Washington State. But Mount Rainer is an active volcano. And they go up there to live. And uh, the volcano erupts and they get trapped in this small community um and uh i just go ahead and say yeah and then like there's like i guess like the lava is kind of like forced all of nature into like a smaller area and they start getting attacked by bigfoots or sasquatches and um I didn't read it. I listened to the audiobook and it was amazing. It's so good. It's not that long. It's something you could listen to in about two or three days, or if you really are into it, one day. I'm not exactly sure how long it is. I want to say like eight hours, six hours. I don't know. Some of these audiobooks are like 20 hours, and this one is not. But it's super good. It's like, I think it's supposed to be like a horror um, suspense book. And it's really good. It's all um, it's all based on like this one girl's perspective. But I don't want to give too much away. So I highly recommend Devolution or De-Evolution by Max Brooks. So check that out. It's, it's really good. Um... I listened to it a couple months ago and I was like already rethinking about listening to it again. I mean, I have a job where I'm able to listen to stuff like podcasts or music or I can listen to anything. So I listened to a lot of audiobooks and that one was really good. Um, if you want any other book recommendations or audiobook recommendations, I mean, I'll keep giving recommendations every week, but. I have listened to a lot of books, and uh, some of them are, are really good. But De-Evolution is my favorite one so far, I think. Um, God, it's so good. I love Max Brooks, man. And yeah, if you haven't read uh, The Zombie Survival Guide or World War Z, uh, I did not read World War Z. I saw the movie, but I did read The, the Zombie Survival Guide, and it's really good. Uh, the front, the beginning of the book is almost like a, uh, like a handbook for how to fight zombies. But then in the, 
the second half is like little stories from uh, all these incidences that people have had against zombies and small zombie outbreaks like in the past. And uh, it's it's really good. I, I highly recommend anything by Max Brooks. But my recommendation is definitely for de-evolution or devolution. All right, man. Y'all take care of yourself. See you again real soon. No doubt. Peace. Amen. Zion. One love. Be easy. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. I hate to say it, but this is the end of another Camp Citrus, the podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been inspired to get out there and create something of your own. Feel free to send pictures of your artwork, stories, ideas, or questions to campcitrus at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Camp Citrus. And finally, we've made it easy for you to get all your Camp Citrus in one location, campcitrus.com. Be sure to check it out. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next Wednesday.